0: Tonight. Every Batman gets his day. Natalie Portman balks up for Thor. And we remember Willard Scott. All that and more on the comic book edition of Multiverse Tonight. Comic books, sci fi, fantasy, and more. If you're looking for a roundup of geeky news, you're in the right place. This is Multiverse Tonight. And here's your host, Thomas Townley. Well, hello there and welcome to Multiverse Tonight, episode 142. I'm your host, Thomas Townley. And, uh, well, this is the second time during this episode because uh, the first episode had some audio issue. first version had some audio issues, so I'm having to re-record this again. You know... Yeah, so I recorded episode 141, episode 142, got to the end, got, you know, got down, got a little food in my belly, uh, came back, went to go edit it, and it sounded like basically crackly paper. Yeah, something had gone, something went wrong um, between the mic and the computer. So, basically, I had to restart the computer... And, uh, you know, there's no way to save those episodes. I had to re-record. So, you know, darn you, evil. (laughs) Now, this would make a good uh, Save My Podcast story for Dave Jackson. Maybe I should send this over to the School of Podcasting. School of Podcasting, Dave Jackson. Anyway, let's go on to the DC Comics News the suicide squad blu-ray and dvd have been announced and they will include the following features a dolby atmos audio track a gag reel uh, breakdowns of several scenes and uh feature star Star-O- it's it's a freaking kaiju bringing king shark to life uh, several trailer trailer dos such as a war movie retro trailer, a horror movie retro trailer, and a buddy cop retro trailer. The director's commentary by James Gunn and deleted, deleted extended scenes, as well as optional uh, language dubs. So uh, you can enjoy that when it drops on Blu-ray and DVD on October 26th. DC has announced its plans for Batman Day, which will be held on September 18th. First of all, there will be the debut of Batman The Audio Adventures on HBO Max. It's an exclusive scripted podcast that will debut all 10 episodes with Jeffrey Wright as Batman, Rosario Dawson as Catwoman, and John Leguizamo as the Riddler, and uh, joining him will be Chris Parnell, uh, Melissa Villasenor, Seth Meyers, Brett Spiner, Ike Bernholtz, Bobby Moynihan, Keenan Thompson, Jason Sudeikis, uh, t- excuse me, Alan Tudyk, Heidi Gardner, Brooke Shields, Paul Scheer, Tim Mose, Fred Armisen, and Ray Wise. Now, the series is written and directed by Emmy-winning Saturday Night Live alum Dennis McNichols, and with music by Doug Boshi, and uh, there will also be a one-shot comic in October with stories by Dennis McNichols, Bobby Moynihan, Heidi Gardner, Paul Scheer, and more. There are also coming out that they will be a reprint of Batman Fortnite Zero Point No. 1, a special edition of Batman Nightwatch Bat Tech Number 1, and a limited edition comic and merchandise line partnering Batman with the gaming organization Fazi Clan, Also, DC will have its first webtoon, Batman Wayne Family Adventures, and Cartoon Network will have a day of Batman-themed programming. Now, leading up to Batman Day, DC will be releasing Batman The World Anthology, a 184-page hardcover tribute that will be released on September 14th. Batgirl star Leslie Grace told Entertainment Tonight about preparing for the role, telling them to, quote, This is only my second role, but I'm learning from my colleagues and other friends of mine that you put a little bit of yourself into each character. And just in the bit of research that I've been doing leading into post-production, I've learned a lot of things about Barbara that are very in line with me. She's someone who's been underestimated by even her own dad and being the youngest kid. Sometimes you're insulted from all of the tough stuff of life, and she's so eager to prove to herself and to everybody else that there's some things that she can handle. So this journey is definitely going to show me a lot of that. I feel like I'm on an endless journey of proving to myself what barriers I can break, what limits I can break for myself, and I'm excited to put a little bit of that eagerness and drive and like almost a bit of stubbornness into Barbara's character, unquote. And when asked to describe Batgirl in three words, she said, quote, determined, capable, and I'm going to give you a it, or compound word, purpose-driven. Maybe not a compound word. I don't know grammar, but you know what I'm saying, unquote. Yep, we certainly do. Actor Stephen Mel got a new tattoo to remind him of his time playing the Green Arrow on the now-ended show Arrow. The tattoo is of an outline of the green arrow symbol in what appears to be his right arm near his elbow. Well, at least it should be easy to cover up with makeup or be digitally erased in future shows and movies. DC's, uh, DC's Injustice animated movie now has a release date. The animated version of the comic book slash game will be out on October 18th and will see, quote, an unthinkable tragedy propels Superman into a de- dangerous new mindset, ultimately pitting Justice League members against each other in Injustice, an all-new DC animated movie. Produced by Warner Bros. Animation, DC, and Warner Brothers Home Entertainment, this feature-length animated film is set for release on 4K Blu-ray combo pack, Blu-ray, and digital on October 19th, 2021. It stars Justin Hartley as Superman, Anson Mount as Batman, Janet Varney as Wonder Woman, Laura Bailey as Lois Lane, Rama K- Kushna, Zach Callison has Damien and, as Damien and Jimmy Olsen, Brian T. Delaney as, Gr- as Green Lantern, Brian Michael H- Hall as Cyborg, Jillian Jacobs as Harley Quinn, Kevin Pollock as Joker and Jonathan Kent, Annika Nona Rose as Catwoman, Reed Scott has Green Arrow and Victor's Azaz, Fern Tahir has Ra- Rishal Ghul. Yuri Lowenthal has Mirror Master, Flash, and Shazam. And uh, there's uh, also ...score of uh, other people joining them... ...and we'll have that in the show notes. Now this... ...movie is from Rick Morales... ...who uh, will produce it... ...and Matt Peters who will direct it... ...and Ernie Altbaker who will write the script. Filming has wrapped on Shazam! Fury of the Gods... ...according to director David F. Sandberg... ...in a post on Instagram. The film will star Zachary Levi as Shazam... ...Asher Angel as Billy Batson... ...and uh, the cast from the last film... Now, Helen Mirren, Lucy Liu, and Rachel Zegler have been cast as the daughters of Atlas. The movie will be released on June 2nd, 2023. Cooper Andrews from The Walking Dead is voicing Aquaman in HBO Max's new animated special, Aquaman, King of Atlantis. The three-part special will, quote, begin with Aquaman's first day on the job as King of Atlantis, and he's got a lot of catching up to do. Luckily, he's got his two royal advisors to back him up, Volko, the scholar, and Mera, the water-controlling warrior-priestess. Princess. Then, between dealing with unscrupulous surface dwellers, elder evils from beyond time, and his half-brother who wants to overthrow him, Aquaman is going to have to rise to the challenge and prove to his subjects and himself that he's the right man for the trident. Unquote. Now, the cast of Aquaman King of Atlantis includes Gillian Jacobs as the warrior princess Mira, Thomas Lennon as Aquaman's mentor, Volko, and Dana Snyder as Aquaman's scheming half-brother, Ocean Master. Jason Momoa next reprises his Justice League and Aquaman role as the live-action version of the superhero in the, wa- in the WAN-directed Aquaman for the, uh, in the Lost Kingdom, which is set to surface in theaters next December. The trailer for The Batman will finally be revealed at DC's annual Fandome event in October. Fandome will kick off on Saturday, October 16th at 10pm Pacific and 1pm Eastern. Now also to be revealed at the event this year will be a sneak peek of The Flash, a behind-the-scenes look at Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, and Shazam! Fury of the Gods, and looks at other DC shows, comics, and video games. Now let's go... To the Marvel News. A trailer from Marvel's Hawkeye dropped on Monday. Here's the official synopsis. Quote, Disney Plus and Marvel Studios invites you on an unexpected holiday getaway with Hawkeye, a new series set in post-blip New York City. Former Avenger Clint Barton has a seemingly simple mission, to get back to his family for Christmas. Possible? Maybe with the help of Kate Bishop, a 22-year-old archer with dreams of becoming a superhero. The two are forced to work together when a presence from Barton's past threatens to derail far more than the festive holiday spirit. Starring Jeremy Renner as Clint Barton slash Hawkeye, Haley Stanfeld as Kate Bishop. Hawkeye also features Vera Farmiga, Frey, Frey-, Frey- Fee, Tony Dalton, Zon McLaren, Brian R. C. James, and newcomer Aleka F- Cox as Mayas Lopez. Helmed by Reese Thomas and direct, and directing duo Bert and Bertie, Hawkeye debuts exclusively on Disney Plus on November twenty fourth, twenty twenty one. And you know, I watched the trailer and it looked—it it, reminds me a lot of like a Die Hard movie, you know, with bows and arrows. So uh, take that—take that for what you will. I, you know, you know, I think this will be an interesting show. Venom, Let There Be Carnage, now has an official rating from the MPA of PG-13. Now this was given for, quote, intense scenes of violence and action, some strong language, disturbing material, and suggestive references. The first Venom was also read PG-13 and made $856 million at the box office. The movie will have a runtime of around 90 minutes. Venom, Let There Be Carnage, hits theaters on October 15th if it doesn't get moved again. Natalie Portman has gotten into shape for the, return to, for the return to the role of Jane Foster for the first time since 2013's Thor The Dark World. Thor Love and Thunder will see Jane Foster picking up Thor's hammer, so the actress had to get in Thor shape. Now, she told Vanity Fair about her workouts and training, saying, quote, "...it was really fun. I worked with a trainer, Naomi Pendergast, for I think it was four months before shooting, and then obviously all the way through sh- filming." We did a lot of weight training, a lot of protein shakes, heavyweight training that I've never done before. Of course, I've never really aimed to get bulky. It was very physical, so it was a lot of both agility work and also strength work. It definitely helps you get into character, and it's definitely changed the way I move. You walk differently. You feel different. I mean, it's so wild to feel strong for the first time in my life, unquote. Now, Thor 11 Thunder will also star Chris Hemsworth, Tessa Thompson, Chris Pratt, Pom Clementif, Dave Bautista and Karen Gillian, Christian Bale will star in the villain as the as the character of Gore, the God Butcher, another crea- crea- creation of, uh, com- of creator Jason Aaron, which will hit theaters on May sixth, twenty twenty two. Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings did well in its opening weekend of Labor Day, raking in a four-day haul of 90 million and bringing in a global total of 127.6 million. Now, it seems to have, it seems that having an exclusive 45-day window worked well for the movie and leads credence to Scarlett Johansson's argument that the split release of Black Widow hurt her movie. Also, Eternals has been given a 45-day exclusivity window as well. Now, hopefully, things will get back to normal by release day of November 5th, so get that vaccine, people. Over on the comic book side, The Avengers will be getting another comic book series. Marvel revealed Avengers Forever, which will launch out of Avengers number 50 in November. Writer Jason Aaron said about it said about the series in a statement quote Avengers number 50 lights the fire Avengers forever is the explosion that follows a slam bang supernova of a mega bomb that sends shockwaves across all of reality to earth after earth that's been defaced by the new multiversal masters of evil to the ruins of Asgard at the end of time to an Avengers tower that sits atop a bedrock of fallen gods at infinity's end along the way we meet some new versions of Avengers we know as well as witness the return of some dear old friends. This series will swing for the fences with each and every issue as the mightiest heroes of all the Earths. In the heavens, looks to assemble as never before, unquote. Now, Marvel's press release did uh, talk about mar- multiversal characters like Captain Carter, America Chavez, Starhawk, and the invincible Ant-Man, Tony Stark, as has has the shrinking Avenger. Will they all be involved in the story? Artist Aaron Cooter will draw. A copy of Spider-Man's first appearance in Amazing Fantasy number 15 15, has been sold for a record-setting $3.6 million by Heritage Auctions, making it the most expensive single comic issue of all time. Now this issue, which had a grade of 9.6, is one of only four to have received the near-mint grade. The previous title holder was a copy of Action Comics number one, Which uh, sold for a cool $3.25 million. And uh, if you have that much money, if you'd like to uh, donate to Multiverse Tonight, I won't stop you. Now let's go over to the geek news. And we have some movie moving news. Top Top Gun Maverick will now open in theaters on May 27th, 2022, instead of November 19th, 2021. And another cruise-led adventure, Mission Impossible 7, will debut on September 30th, 2022, instead of May 27th, 2022. So next year looks to be the summer of bookend cruise. And also fleeing 2021 is Jackass Forever, the next entry in the shock comedy franchise starring Johnny Knoxville and Steve-O, has been pushed back from October 22, 2021 to February 4, 2022. Variety has learned that a live-action She-Ra TV series is in development at Amazon. As the project is in the very early stages, no writer is currently attached. However, DreamWorks Animation will serve as an executive producer after recently producing the Netflix animated series She-Ra and the Princesses of Power. However, the live-action version will be a new standalone story and will in no way be connected to the animated show. Should the project go to series, it would mark the first live-action adaptation of the She-Ra character. She first debuted on screen in the animated film He-Man and She-Ra The Secret of the Sword in 1985 as part of the Master of the Universe franchise, before spinning off into her own cartoon series, she Princess of Power. Walt Disney World has given Br'er Rabbit the heave-ho, as well as some other statues apparently to make room for some brand new 50th anniversary statues. The statue depicting Br'er Rabbit from the 1946 Disney film Song of the South is was a rather controversial movie for its depictions glorifying plantations and happy slaves. Disney Parks will be unveiling many new statues in the Walt Disney World Resort parks as part of the upcoming 50th anniversary Celebration. The Fab 50th anniversary Collection will feature 50 gold-plated statues of various Disney characters, including Star Wars and Marvel characters, and will be placed throughout all four Walt Disney World Resort parks. Now, I think it's highly unlikely that the Brer Rabbit statue will be put back due to uh, its link to that controversial movie. Plus, I, you know, I really don't think kids know the character anymore. I barely know the character, and I've actually seen the movie once. Owen Wilson will join Lakeith Stenfeld and Tef- Tiffany Haddish in Disney's next ride-turned movie, The Haunted Mansion. The ensemble movie will be directed by Justin Simeon from a script by Kate DiPold, uh, Dan Lynn, and Jonathan uh, Eric. No word on the plot. Disney's live action Little Mermaid will be coming out on Memorial Day weekend, 2023. The movie boasts an all-star cast that includes Javier Bardem, Aquafina, Jacob Tremblay, Melissa McCarthy, and Halle Bailey as Ariel. Meanwhile, the Bob's Burgers movie has finally been given a release date of May 27, 2022, and Disney has planned flags for four unknown Marvel movies on February 16th, May 3rd, July 26th, and November 8th of 2020. Four. Fox is working on an animated series based on the Rats of Nim books by Robert C. O'Brien. According to Deadline, the network has handed a script commitment to Nim, which comes from Fox Entertainment and MGM's Orion Television. The animated drama, which is searching for a writer, is based on the trilogy of books that began in 1971 with O'Brien's Mrs. Frisbee and the Rats of Nim, which was followed by Rascó and the Rats of Nim, and the Rays of Nim. When, which were both written by O'Brien's daughter, Jane Leslie Conley, which tells the story of Mrs. Frisbee, a mouse who has to undertake an epic journey to save her family from plows and exterminators, but to do this she must seek out the rats of Nim, superintelligent lab rats. The story had been turned into a 1982 movie by Don Bluth called The Secret of Nim*. Now, fan entertainment president Michael Thorne told Deadline that it would be developed as an event series. At the Creative Arts portion of the Emmy Awards, The Mandalorian walked away with at least eight awards so far, including Outstanding Cinematography for a Single Camera Series Half Hour, Outstanding Prosthetic Makeup, Outstanding Sound Mixing for a Comedy or Drama Series One Hour. Special visual effects in a season or a movie. Stunt coordination, stunt performance for Latif Crowder. Stunt performer, and movie, stunt performer and movie composition for a series, original from score by Ludwig Gorgson, composer. Now, Star Trek Discovery got its first for special visual effects in a single episode for the episode Sakul. Cool. Love, Death, and Robots won outstanding short-form animated program and outstanding sound editing for a comedy or drama series. And WandaVision got three, including outstanding fancier sci-fi costumes, outstanding production design for a narrative program half-hour, and original music and lyrics for Agatha all along. Now, Genndy D- Tartakov- D- 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 Tartakovsky's Primal won outstanding animated program, and Big Mouth walked away with outstanding character voiceover performance from Maya Rudolph. And the winners of the outstanding individual achievement in animation were Gendy Tartakovsky's Primal, David Krentz, storyboard artist for Plague of Madness. Love, and, Love Death, and Robots, Robert Valley, production designer for ep- the episode Ice. Love, Death, and Robots, Patricio b- Beto, b- background artist for episode Ice. Love, Death, and Robots, Dan Gill, stop-motion animator for All Through the House. Love, Death, and Robots, Lauren Nichols, character designer for, anime- for automated customer service. And The Simpsons' Nick Ranieri, lead character li- layout artist for the episode *Wad Goals. And finally tonight, let's finish up by remembering famous morning weatherman, Willard Scott, who passed away on September 4th. Now, I know what you're thinking. What has a morning show weatherman and wisher of 100-year-olds, geek, newsworthy cred? Well, it all goes back to his time at WRTC in Washington, D.C. There, he was a regional Bozo the Clown, and as Willard Scott wrote in his autobiography, quote, "...at the time, Bozo was the hottest children's show on the air." You could probably have sent Pluto the dog or Dumbo the elephant over and would have been equally as successful. But I was there and I was Bozo. There was something about the combination of hamburgers and Bozo that was irresistible to kids. That's why when Bozo went off the air a few years later, the local McDonald's people asked me to come up with a new character to take Bozo's place. So I sat down and created Ronald McDonald. Now Willard appeared in three TV spots as the clown, but McDonald's never really acknowledged Willard's contribution to the character. Until March twenty eighth 2000, when the McDonald's Northeast Division president, Henry Gonzalez, thanked him for creating the character during a tape tribute to Willard on the Today Show. The character has been the lasting part of McDonald's ever since. Willard Scott was 87 years old. And that brings <laughs> us to the end of this comic book news for this time. Uh, be sure to check us out on social media. We're at Twitter, at Multiverse Tom. We're also on Facebook and Instagram as well. And if you'd like to contribute to the show financially, check out the show notes, visit the Tee Public store, and so much more. Head on over to a brand new tonight.com. If you're a subscriber, thank you. Be sure to share us with friends. And if you're brand new to the show, thank you, thank you, thank you. Please be sure to subscribe and follow, or follow and leave us with some feedback and let us know how we're doing. Special thanks to Shane Ivers for the intro music and Lobo Loco for the outro theme music. Thanks for watching the comic book edition of Multiverse Tonight. We'll be back in just two weeks with brand new sci-fi and comic book edition. Now please, exit the universe in an orderly fashion. Good night. Multiverse Tonight is a production of Half-Baked Genre Productions. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved.